When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino back home, back to talk about the challenge on our exit interview. We're going to be talking with the latest person who got out on the challenge. It's going to be our friend Michelle Fitzgerald joining us here in just a moment. Let's welcome in the man I got to see uh, twice this week, Brian Cohen. Brian, how are you? Doing great. Still recovering from another great week of uh, same, RTP Live. Same. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but really, the survivors are at odds with each other. I don't like this, Brian. And ultimately, no. it was Michelle versus Cassidy. It was uh, only an episode or two ago that they were not fighting. I know. Lovers turn fighters. You hate to see it, but it creates a great story. Yes. Okay. So Michelle is going to be here with us in just a moment. You could see this and all of our exit interviews on our YouTube channel at robhasawebsite.com slash YouTube. And of course, uh, Brian and Allie are going to be getting together for a recap of this challenge episode. And Brian, we're, get, we're closing in. Yeah. Next week, two more to go. And then crowning a champ. Yeah. They teased a very big episode next week. Yeah, they usually do a pretty big last daily and li- 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 big last elimination. Seems like a hall brawl potentially type thing. So mm-hmm. uh, excited for it. Yeah, I haven't seen the hall brawl yet this season, but okay. Well, that's uh, next week's episode. We've got Michelle on the line. Let's go ahead and bring her in. Hey, Michelle, what's going on? Robin Brian for RHAP. Michelle, uh, you came so close to uh, making it to the final here. Uh, how are you doing to uh, go out uh, this late in the game? Uh, you know, I, I was so emotionally checked out by the time that I went home. I was, yeah, I was kind of over it. I, 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 once it falls apart, it's hard to put yourself back together and get back in the game. And emotionally, I was just like, yeah, I was in it. I was not able to regroup at that point. So obviously, you know, you make the big decision last week, uh, kind of turning on the Desi and Michaela crew and the Desi comes into power this week. Um, did, was, did you think there was any chance they would still take the shot at Tori, given how close you were to the final, how much of a threat she was? Was there any pitch you could made to kind of get yourself off the off the hook there and really direct it back to Tori? No, and I didn't even try, to be honest with you. I as soon as I saw Chris and Desi won, I was like, I'm not even going to make a pitch to make it anybody other than myself. I'm going to, I dug my grave and I'm going to lie in it sort of situation. Um, at that point, like I don't even, yeah, I, I knew it was going to go down the way it went down. It was no point fighting it. Mm-hmm. Michelle, what's going on with all this drama with the survivors? Do I need to have like a family meeting with all of our survivors and get everybody back on the same page? Well, that's what I was trying to do this season. Like there had been, there was fractions from the survivor group from the jump. Like 
They did not. Desi, Chanel, Michaela did not trust Chris, mm-hmm. Sebastian, or I think they trusted Sebastian actually, but they just didn't think he was playing because he was kind of doing his own thing. And Cassidy the whole time and vice versa. So there was always kind of this divide between the two factions. I kind of kind of had one foot on one side and one foot on the other, kind of straddling the line and straddling the line of the vets. So I was kind of just like trying to do it all. Um, I don't like to hear this, Michelle. We're better than this. What, what are we, big brother? You know, I know. I, 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 think, I think we saw, even though there was a lot of dysfunction going on, when we needed to, we pulled together and we were a seven strong unit of votes. And I think we, we tried to put a bandaid on a bullet hole for as long as we could, but eventually we were just going to bleed out. It was inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was inevitable. I want to go all the way back to like, before you even step into this house, you have Wes telling John A, look out for Michelle. You can't trust Michelle. Have you talked to Wes and be like, what the heck? Like, what, what was that all about? Yeah, I don't know. So it's really wild because John A has apologized to me over and over and over about this. And it appears that there was some sort of miscommunication between the two of them. Wes doubles down and says he didn't say it. John A says that it was a misinterpretation of something that he did say. Who the hell knows what to believe? I am friends with Wes's wife in real life. So I was shocked to hear that. She's a listener. Um, Shout out to Wes's wife. What's that? She's a listener. She is. Yeah, I know. She loves Survivor, dude. She loves Survivor. We love Amanda. She's the best. And congrats on the new baby, yep. Lucy. Um, yeah, so I was shocked to hear that. And I had just went out for like a boozy night at Blazing Saddles in New York with John A and her husband. So I was like, you know, we went out to a gay bar and got up on the bar together. Girl, how are you going to vote me day one? So, uh, yeah, it was a bit confusing, but... I got my lick back. <laughs> okay. Uh, could you talk a little bit about uh, going back to the uh, last week and ultimately uh, the play to uh, get everybody going after Tori, but then not to go in the same direction? Um, so I felt like I was always going to kind of go Chris and I felt that the girls, so basically the point of the game that we were at, it was like, if last vote was going to be a girl's vote, then this week would have been a guy's vote and and vice versa. So that's why it was such a pivotal decision to make it a girl's day or a guy's day, because whatever decision was made this day is going to affect the next. So like it was, I was also had the boys in my ear very loudly being like, it needs to be a guy's day. And if you make it a guy's day now, all of us, with the exception of Chris or, or Tyler, whoever was going to come back from that, we're going to protect you. And Tori and Cassidy were on the same boat. So like hedging my bets, it felt like that was definitely the more logical way to go. If any Josh, Bessie, Bananas, any of those guys had won this daily, I would have been fine. It just so happens that the two people who I betrayed ultimately were the two people who won. Probably not the best, but poetic karma. Um, But I don't regret that I voted for Chris. Personally, he had been pitching my name, what, two, three episodes ago in such a disastrous way that I felt betrayed by him already. Where I went wrong was that I didn't let Chanel and Desi know that I was voting for Chris. And I think that if I was just transparent with them and I said, hey, I'm voting for Chris, I think that they would have done that as well. So... I don't regret the decision I made. I regret the way I went about that decision. 
you were pretty open again, uh, trying to, one of the things you wanted to accomplish this season was kind of pro- uh, reproving yourself after your survivor when people still not give you the credit that you like aptly deserved. And that's something similar we saw with Chris coming into the season of well, him talking about like, he people don't think he deserves quote unquote his win. Is that something you guys talked about in the house? Like how you kind of overcome that, how you deal with like the fan perception of you after your wins. Is that something you were able to connect on at all? I think when, so I, I believe Chris, yeah, Chris went after me. A lot of the times I find myself in the survivor community as somebody people go to after they've won and they go through a similar experience. A lot of times I have already, I already had a relationship with Chris prior to this season because we had a very similar story and because we faced a lot of the same battles. Like we've, I've been with him and his wife. We've had game night. We've, you know, we, we talked through that sort of stuff outside of this. So yes, we, we have connected over that, which is why when he pitched my name, it was so hurtful prior. And I think that that's kind of the mess that, you know, it all crumbled because everything's a little bit more personal when, you know, things that people, you know, each other outside of the game. Um, yeah, I think we have a similar story, but for me, it's not just survivor. It's not just like the perception of whether or not I deserve survivor. It's like, now I've come on the challenge three times. I've lost three times. It's like, I've, I have this stigma of like, I, I lost coming in third on, on survivor winners at war. So I just feel like I have things to prove in the challenge world and the survivor world. And this is like a culmination of both of those things. Yeah. But you're so beloved, Michelle, that uh, there's you're, uh, such a popular figure. So like, I, I know that oh, like, I, it, I know it, it, it like drives you and it fuels you, but you know, there's so many people that just, you know, love you and, and, you know, don't want to hear you talk about yourself in those ways because that they just think that you're just somebody who is so relatable. I am something, I guess relatable would be, I don't know. I, I, my, um, the thing that like makes me relatable is the thing that also it's like the, the, the good about me is what makes the difficult things about, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. My Achilles heel. Yeah. So you, Josh and Fessy were all kind of in this weird limbo, I guess of like, you were obviously uh, started CBS people, but you've also established yourself as challenge people. Did, did that really bring you to all together to really work closely together? Cause you kind of both had those like, you know, different pots you could work on, but also bond you three specifically together. To be honest with you, I think that it was probably not until this episode that you hear Fessy say like, Josh is my number one guy. Michelle's my number one girl, but we navigated the game very much like they were my priority like before you know it, it it's weird because I, a lot of this what i'm talking about is playing the middle of like you know i'm sort of with the survivors and i'm sort of with the vets but like for me whenever anybody was like who's your number one person i'd be like it's fessy like it was fessy and josh always were my number ones and they're not even vets or survivor they're big brother sort of mm-hmm. so it was like I think the people in the middle definitely made a choice to stick together. I knew that they were going to protect their big brother. I was always going to protect the survivors. And we were also all going to try to protect the vets too. So we bounce ideas off of each other a lot throughout the game. Yeah. Michelle, I know you got to run. You got to do a lot of interviews today, but I'm telling you, get the last laugh on these other women that throw you into the challenge. Get the Michelle Down t-shirt out there today and the orders are going to be rolling in, okay? 
You know, it's funny. Right before this, I had messaged Jay because he has like a line of merch or whatever. And I was like, where do you get your beanies? Because I think that we need to do a line of like Michelle down beanies, you know, like, come on, it has to happen. He's like, I make them all myself. I'm like, well, surely I'm not doing that. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I'm going to outsource this to somebody. So yeah, do it. Do it. it. Get it up by the end of the day. End of the, what do I fucking look like? End of day. <laughs> look, I'm, uh, I'm you know look, what? I'll try. Yeah, yeah. Look, people are going to reach out to you on Twitter and help you with that. Maybe I'll have Jay make them give him a cut, and mm-hmm. then we can get this thing rolling. Yeah, I'm sure one of the, look the, the, every one of these Survivor 45 players has a merch store. They can help you out. I can maybe I'll ask bananas. <laughs> I don't know. I'll try to, I'll try to make it happen. Listen, right. I'm telling you, there's definitely going to be more merch. I've already I already have merch in the works for 39 because there's a there few things that definitely gained traction on 39. Okay. That that will require some merch. All right, Michelle, I know you got to run, but uh, all the best in everything outside the challenge. And we'll talk to you soon, okay? Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Okay. All right, Brian, there you have it. Michelle Fitzgerald. <sighs> so great to hear from Michelle. Hoping she was going to make the final, but unfortunately not. I know. Uh, she's right there, but uh, there's going to be more Michelle coming to the challenge. Yes. One of the faces of the poster for uh, Battle of a New Champion. That's you love to see it. That's what the word is. That's what the word is. Yep. All right. So, yeah, always fun to hear from Michelle. Interesting about like uh, Michelle and Chris that they both feel like, oh, you know, I'm not respected as a winner. I mean, I feel like, you know, Michelle, like, you know, at least you got to go in Winners at War. Like, what, what does yep. Chris have? Yeah, she's never been voted out. <laughs> she's the guy, what, like 78 days of Survivor playing? Like, I mean, she's got a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Michelle, like, uh, hold hold your head up high. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Brian, looking forward to the recap uh, with you and Allie. Of course, you could check that in our challenge podcast feed. Anything else coming up for you? No, we're just getting down to it. A couple more weeks. We're almost there. Crowning a champ. All right. Great Very seeing soon. you this week. Sounds like what? Yes. Two more episodes, right? Two more episodes. Two more episodes. Okay. And we're so. off to 39. Yep. And then a lot of, a lot of uh, exit interviews coming your way for the finale. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.